All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers can learn how to grow their bootcamp and social media. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers go to grow their bootcamp and social media. Today, I'm super excited because I actually don't have a guest. It's me on my own. Now, I like to do this every now and then. I love interviewing different guests and getting different opinions, but I also like doing solo episodes because there's a lot of things that I want to get off my chest that helps if I have the full time to get off my chest. And the reason I want to do one this week is because I've just got back from the idea convention in the USA. Now, that's what I want to talk about, different fitness conventions and how to get the most of it because that's a a big part of who I am. If you've been following me for a while, you know that I travel the world and I go to different conventions. I go to all the big fitness conventions. So every year I'll go to Phylex in Sydney, Australia. I'll go to FitEx in Auckland, New Zealand, and I'll go to the IDEA convention in California. And I usually go to a few other conventions as well. For example, this year I went to the social media convention in San Diego. Last year I went to four different sales conventions in Melbourne. All right. Now, the reason I like going to these conventions or conferences is I love learning. I'm a huge learner, but a lot of things I do these days are online or via reading. So I read every morning, every evening, I read about an hour, maybe two hours every day, and I'm always doing some sort of an online course as well. So I'm always learning, but what's also really cool is learning in that different environment at a conference or a convention where it's more a face-to-face sort of thing. There's all different little lectures going on. There's all these people around. There's plenty of energy. There's just a lot going on, and I can find that I can immerse um, more of an immersion side of things. Instead of sitting down and reading a little bit every morning and every night, it's three or four days, like 8 a.m. till 8 p.m., just learning, 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 face-to-face, networking. It's just a different type of learning, and I find that really, really important. Now, what I want to share is what first kicked me off on this because not many people do what I do. All right, I go to these conventions, there's maybe one person I see that does the exact same thing and she's a presenter anyway. So I'm usually the only trainer from Australia that, that goes to all these things or goes to them regularly. And I'll share the story about how that came about because let me think of the best way to put it. A lot of people won't do it because of the effort. Right, like let's say for example the idea convention, you know it's a three day, three four maybe four or five day convention in California. So it takes you like a day to get over there. It takes you a day to get back. You're only there for four or five days. You got to pay for flights. You got to pay for accommodation. You got to give up your training sessions over here. You've got to buy your ticket over there. Like there's a lot going on, and a lot of people sort of think, hey, it's it's not worth the effort. And that's what I used to think. So when I first heard about, I'm going to use idea as an example, because that's the first one I went to three years ago. What happened is four years ago, one of my friends actually went to it and she was posting up on Facebook and I'm like, wow, this idea convention looks amazing. It looks like Filex here in Australia, but it looks a lot bigger, a lot better and just different. 
and it'll give me the opportunity to go over to California. You know, that looks really cool. I might have a look at going into it. But then the usual things kicked in. Oh, hold on. Well, I'm going to go to America for four days. It's going to take me longer to get over there than it will to actually do it. And, you know, do I have the money to buy the, the flights and the accommodation and the ticket? Then I've got to find the trainer to run my sessions over here. Look, I want to go, but it's not worth it. So I'm not going to do it. So I crossed it off the list. Then a couple months later, I went to a presentation, a work sort of thing with this guy that calls himself the bucket list guy, Travis Bell. I recommend checking him out if you haven't. I'm actually going to get him on this podcast. I'll hear him up straight after I do this. So he's basically a motivational speaker that talks about a bucket list, but he's a different type of motivational speaker. He's not yelling and hoo-haring like the Tony Robbins and that sort of thing. He's very laid back, very laid back Aussie sort of bloke, but he was still very motivational. And his, his end message was like, hey, if there's something that you really want to do, you're best off doing it. Don't let the money and the time and that sort of thing turn you off. Because he goes, he works with a lot of people and very rarely has there been something that someone really, really wants to do. And then when they do it, they're like, oh, I wish I never did that. It's usually the other way. You know, you miss an opportunity and you think about it. Oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. So his homework was for us to go home and book something that we really want to do. He goes, it's not just enough to, to go and think about it. Actually go and book a ticket, all right? Actually go and commit to something. So I thought about it. And before he did that, he had to write down a list of things you want to do and you've been putting off and that sort of thing. And my number one was this idea convention. And I basically made a promise to him that I was going to go to this convention. And I'm like, great, how am I going to get out of this mess now? But anyway, I followed through and I booked the ticket to idea. I just booked the convention ticket to start with because that was the cheapest. That's I don't know, 300 US dollars or something. I didn't book the flights and accommodation because I was like, ah, if I get scared, I can always pull out and all I've lost is the 300 as opposed to the, the thousands. So I booked that. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. The ducks just sort of lined up. There was a flight that wasn't too bad. You know, it was fairly reasonable. It wasn't you know thousands of dollars. It was you know a bit over $1,000. And the thing that was also holding me back was the accommodation. I was in LA at the time and accommodation in LA at this hotel that the convention was at was like 300 US dollars a night. And I'm like, great, I'm going to be spending thousands of dollars just to stay here. And so I'm on my own, it's going to add up. But then my friend told me about Airbnb, right? Three years ago, I didn't know what Airbnb was or four years ago, whatever it was. And then when I looked into it, there was a place that I could get for 90 Australian for the night. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And anyway, to cut a long story short, I bit the bullet and I booked everything and I went to IDEA and I had the most amazing time, okay? All the ducks lined up. I had a trainer that covered my sessions over here in Australia. I got to see a bit of the, the city in LA because they had some social events. I made some amazing friends and I'm still friends with now. And I saw a couple of them just last week, actually, when I, when I went back for the, the third time. And I learned a lot too, okay? So it was definitely worth it. But I want to get even further than this because I believe what happened at this convention changed my life. And that's why I go to all these different conventions. The very first session I went to at IDEA, it was a gentleman that was talking about membership sites. And he's like, hey, this is what I do. I've got a membership site. It's super easy. I just put all my content on there. I charge $30 a month and people can cancel anytime. And I was like, you know what? That system sounds pretty good. I might do it over here in Australia and see what happens. So I came back from IDEA, set up that membership site, exact same system, $30 a month, cancel any time. If you're not a member, I recommend joining up. Just send me a message or an email and I'll get you into it. And anyway, to cut a long story short, here we are now three days later, or sorry, three years later, I've got 300 people in that membership site. 
So I'm, and they're paying $30 per month and that's US dollars as well. So that's 9,000 US dollars I'm making that month there, but every month from a membership site. But the only reason I know how to do that and got the idea and came up with it was because I put the bullet, I took the risk, I went to idea and it came off. Right, and I did that not knowing. When I went to idea, it was like, "Hey, I'm going to spend a few thousand dollars going over here, and there's absolutely no guarantee I'm going to give it back, but I'm going to give it a go and see what happens." And as a result of that, that happened. And I sort of thought, "Hey, look, if that's what I can get just out of one conference, imagine if I travel the world." Because the other important thing as well with this idea convention was it got me out of Sydney, Australia, because I do, you know, go to a lot of courses and that over here in Australia. But I look around and it's just my competition. It's other trainers and other providers and that sort of thing. Over at Idea, I was the only person from Sydney there. So let's say that same presentation where it was the membership site with the $30 a month cancel any time. If that was a presentation that was done here in Sydney, hey, every trainer in Sydney would have done it. Every provider in Sydney would have done it. I would have been nothing special. But because I traveled and went away, I got the idea that only I came, that only I knew about and I came back to Sydney and was able to implement it. Okay, so that's why I also travel for these things because that's what turns a lot of people off. A lot of people are like, oh, hey, I would love to go, but I can't go to America for four days. I don't have the money. I don't have the time. I don't have someone to cover my classes, blah, 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 okay? And I actually look at it the other way. I think the further away, the better. The more expensive, the better because it means that I'm going to be the only one taking this information. And it, it comes to that whole thing, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? So let's say if you're in that situation and you're like, hey, I'd love to go to this convention idea, but I don't have the money, all right? Is it you're not going to this convention because you don't have the money? Or is it you don't have the money because you haven't been going to these conventions? That's how I see it with everything I've done in my life and everyone, right? No one just has hundreds or thousands of dollars just to throw around for the sake of it, but we do it as an investment. We're like, hey, I really want to take my business seriously. If I go to this convention here, if I do this course here, or if I do this mentorship here, yeah, I'm going to have to find a few thousand dollars and live tight or borrow some money or do whatever it may be but that's going to springboard me to the next level. Okay, so that's a, a takeaway there. If you want to go to these conventions in USA or overseas, New Zealand, wherever, don't think about it like, hey, I want to go, but I don't have the money. I would put it to you the other way. I would say, hey, the reason you don't have the money is because you haven't been going to these things. Find a way to go to these things, all right? And just a little point as well, another reason why I wanted to do this episode today is I just recently got selected to present at the New Zealand Fitness Convention, which is in November. So if you're watching this and you're from New Zealand, you better come along and see my, my presentations. I'm doing two. I'm doing one, which is um, Four Secrets to a Successful Bootcamp, and I'm doing one on Facebook for personal trainers. So if you're from New Zealand, no excuses go. If you're from Australia, I recommend you go as well. For the exact reasons I've mentioned above, get yourself away from Australia and get some knowledge that the other trainers in Australia aren't getting. And you know I'll be there spinning my stuff anyway. I'm going to make sure it's awesome. All right. Uh, but anyway, that's a bit of background there. What I want to do is just give some tips on how you can get the most out of going to these conventions because I go to a lot of them now and I've got different strategies to make sure that I get the absolute most out of it. Okay, so I'm going to give you about three or four points at the, and I'll expand on each point. The first point I want to say is make sure you get the absolute most out of it. So most of these conventions, they go, you know, two, three, maybe four days. And they'll usually have a pre-convention as well. So say, for example, over in the America, uh, I did a pre-convention on the Wednesday and then the conference was you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I recommend going to every single day 
and the pre-convention. Get the absolute most out of it. Because what I've done before is drips and drabs. Oh, look, I won't come to that day because I've got a PT session, so I'll skip the first one. And then I've got a party at night, so I'll leave early here. And then I won't go to the pre-convention because it costs extra, blah, 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 blah. Now I recommend just immerse yourself. Right, go to every single day, go to the pre-convention. They've usually got some sort of social events there. There's usually a welcome party. There's usually Chantel on the Fitness Business Podcast on their walking groups. There's scenery things. Go to every single one of those that, that you can. I also recommend staying close by if you can, you know, because it, it just gets you in that that mood as well. Join all the, the social media stuff. There'll usually be a hashtag for the convention. Take some photos and hashtag it and search that hashtag on Instagram so you can see what everyone else is doing. And there'll often be a Facebook group for the event. Join that Facebook group. Just really get involved in that whole experience. And for three, four, five days, whatever it is, your whole focus is that convention. You let everything else take care of everything else. All right? Now, once you've sort of booked that in, the next step is at the convention. All right. Now, I'll see you a story from IDEA that happened this time around. So at IDEA, they give out a thing called an inspiration medal. So if you're you know, inspirational in the sessions or you participate a lot or for, you, know, you ask good questions, they give you a medal. And at the end of the whole convention, they do a draw. Whoever got a medal goes into the draw to win a, a different prizes. There's like big prizes, like it's a ticket to a weekend away in Mexico. It's a you know, $1,000 rowing machine. It's a free ticket at the next idea convention. And the past two years, I've gotten a medal or two and I've gone into the draw. I haven't won, but I've gone into the draw. And I got a little bit lazy this year because when I go to these things, I do participate a lot and I'll give me some tips in a sec, but I got a little bit lazy this year, all right? And I actually didn't win a medal. At the start, I was a bit disappointed, a bit angry. I was like, ah, silly medals, who needs them anyway? But then I sort of thought about, and then actually, no, there was one session to go where I had a chance to win a medal. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to put my absolute most into this session. So I got there early. I introduced myself to the presenter. I made sure I participated in the class. I laughed at their bad jokes. I took a heap of notes. I'd sort of actively listened. So I was looking at them the whole time. I was nodding. I was smiling. I was, you know, doing everything possible to get the most out of that session. And I didn't win a medal and I was a little bit disappointed. But then when I thought about it, I was like, hey, it's not about the medal. It's about, look how much I got out of this session because, you know, I, I did all these little extras, okay? And I thought, you know what? If I go into every session like that, I'm going to get so much out of it. So that's my advice there. Go into every session and get as much as you can out of it. Get there early, introduce yourself to the presenter, take a heap of notes, actively listen, laugh at their jokes, you know, um, take a selfie with them afterwards, put it on Facebook, tag them, put it on Instagram, thank them, email them after, say how much you loved it, all those little things there. All right, so that's the, the second point there, which is at the convention. The third point is then after the convention. So what can happen to a lot of people at these conventions? They go to it, they love it, they meet a lot of people, they have a lot of fun, but then they go back home and it's work to, uh, back to work as usual on Monday. What's important is that you implement what you learn. So a couple strategies I recommend there. A, go over your notes. So that's why I take a heap of notes because I know I'm going to forget. I've got a bad memory anyway, but most of us, right? If we don't take notes, we're going to forget majority of what we learned over there. You might still take out a few things, but you'll forget heaps of them. So I take heap of notes. On the Monday, I go over those notes and I get them either on video or I write them down in a summarized version. So what I do anyway, let's use workouts as an example. I've got 
different Word documents on my computer at home that are my different workouts. So, hey, here's my different AMRAPs. Here's my different accumulators. Here's my different EMOMs. Here's my different 54321s, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I've got, you know, 20, 30 different sessions plans just saved on my computer. So when I've got to run a boot camp, okay, what am I going to do today? I'll do this one here. I'll open it up, have a read of it. Beautiful, go. So any sort of workouts, I'll make sure I write them down and add them to there. Any particular drills or video or drills or exercises, I get them on video. I'll ask a friend or a family member or a client. I'm like, hey, this is what I learned over here at this convention. Let's get it on video so I never forget it. Okay. And I get it on video there. And then same thing with the marketing strategies as well. If I learn any marketing or social media strategies, I make sure I write them down and they're in a folder there as well. Okay. And I also follow up with the presenters too. Any presenter that I resonated with, I make sure I get a selfie with them. I put it on social media. And I thank them for, for doing it. And I also email them as well. And I email them, hey, thanks for the presentation. I took a lot out of it. I then ask them to be on my podcast. And that's a big reason why I do this podcast. A, it's to give value to obviously all my listeners. But B, it also allows me to have a further relationship with these big names in the industry. Because you could go to a presentation and you could thank the presenter and then you could post on social media and that's it. Okay, that's as far as it goes and you never hear from them again or you might see them next year or, or whatnot. But the way I can follow up is I get them on my podcast and then I have a further relationship with them still and then they eventually become a friend. Okay, if you don't have a podcast, that's okay, but I would recommend something to try and get further. Right, whether you can follow them on social media, add them as a friend. I find adding someone as a friend is, is better than just following them because they can see a little bit more out of you. And hey, even if you don't have a podcast, maybe there's another strategy. Maybe you can say, hey, look, I've got a Facebook group. Do you want to do a Facebook Live with me? Or let's do a Facebook Live or, or whatever it may be. All right. Uh, but anyway, the bottom line here is what I recommend is go to these conventions. Any sort of convention you can go to, go to. The further away, the better. The more expensive, the better. Don't use, so don't use far away as a disadvantage. Don't say, hey, I'd love to go, but it's too far away. That's an advantage. Say, hey, I'm so excited. I'm going so far out of wherever you are so that I can get all this information that people in my local area aren't going to get. So the further away, the better. And expensive side of things, don't use the money as an excuse. Don't say, hey, I'd love to go, but I don't have the money because I'd argue the other way. I'd say, hey, the reason you don't have the money to go is because you haven't been going to these things. So do whatever you can to find the money and go. New Zealand, FedEx, November, you've got six months to save up. It's going to be awesome because I've been plenty of times and I'll tell you now it's one of the best. And also, you'll know I'll be speaking there as well for two sessions. So you know you'll at least get two amazing sessions. And when you go to these conventions, make sure you do those three things. A, get the most out of it. Okay, don't just go for a session or two. Block it out. Immerse yourself at the convention. Every single session, get the absolute most out of it. Take notes, meet the presenters, take photos, get there early, um, all that sort of stuff there. And then after the convention, follow it up. Okay, send the presenters emails, add them on Facebook, get a relationship with them, ask them if you can do whatever, get them on a podcast or an interview, and even the stuff you learn, just write it down and implement it. All right. Anyway, that's uh, that's it for the Bootcamp Blueprint episode today. Next week, we'll be back to interviewing different people. So, hey, I'll leave you to it. Usual deal. Let me know if you need anything. If you liked the show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your boot camp, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au.
Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Well, check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.